Hey, today's daf is daf hey, and uh, we continue learning um, about the mavoi. So let's continue. Mavoi shenik prat mitzido. So I'm sharing the shade again, and it's uh, a mavoi, and it's this alleyway that has a breach on the side of it, as you can see. Before you, I mean, a lot of the questions are going to be really anticipated, but this seems to be going differently, Reb Chaim says, to the opinions we saw in last year. So let me just read it to you, and then we'll elaborate. Again, it's towards the opening. Rabbanan Kisrin Amrin, Rabbanan Kisrin say, the Rabbiya that Rabbiyosa says, Im Yesh Sham Omed Arba, if there's Omed Arba, so there's enough of wall before that breach of four, then the Gemara says, then Tzarich Korah, you need Korah not just on the entrance, you need a Korah on this Pirza as well. Okay? Vim Lo Lo Tzarich, but if not, you don't need one. So there's a few very <laughs> kind of important points to mention. So I'll read you Reb Chaim both of them. It says, Kedim, if there's, in other words, if there's a four tfachim of wall and then this parots, Reb Chaim says, that's, that's considered a pirtim in atzad. The svira lengu rishalmi tarich tikon belechi obakora. Kon yirishalmi here, we need lechi obakora in that situation. However, the e omed rabba la parots, if, however, that wall, which has a dibli not drawn that way, is the standing wall was more than the breach, then it will be mutar with just omed ala parots. Now that we treat it a bit like the opening of a void, and therefore you need a kora here. If not, if the gap is smaller, then in So again, in this case, there's such a small gap in the beginning before the breach begins. Then Because like two petachim in the beginning of the void, what we've seen previously, it's enough to have one Korah. Now, that statement itself contradicts so much of what we've learned. So the first point is, that's what we learned yesterday, because yesterday we said, if there's a breach on the side and there's less than four Tfachim here, a wall, until you hit that breach, like the picture on the left, then we said, because they above they held what? That it would ruin the Korah. However, here we seem to be saying that if there's a small gap and then the breach, or a small bit of wall and then the breach, then it's not a problem. That's point number one. The second point is, is that above we seem to maintain, I'll, I'll continue the next point, that we said that, okay, so what's the Gemara saying now? That if it's a small bit of wall and then a breach, then one core is sufficient, because it's like two Ptachim Barosh boy. Now the question is, is that that doesn't seem to fit with the far we said above. Let's just read the Gemara and get back to Israel Chaim. Says, "Il mavoi sheyesh lo shnei patachim shem anotah b'kor echad b'mechomehen u'matir." Because as we learned previously, that if there are two patachim in the beginning of the voi, one kor is sufficient to matir it. If you remember, there were two patachim. We said one kor is enough. However, now continue Reb Chaim. Ula el mashma desagi b'kor echad. Why it's enough with kor? Chayno time b'to kor mishum mechitza. Because before we explained it, that when the kor is over one of the two patachim. Then it's as if it's filled in, and now you've got Omen Morobala Parots. That's why I explained it before. That's why we said it's it's enough. We melted Rabbi Yossi as well when you had the four Ptachim we saw last year. Like we explained. But if you want to say that it's because it's as if it's filled in, that wouldn't apply to this situation because we've got two Pirotsot that aren't side by side, they're going around a corner. So the whole sfarah we applied before, the O, oh, the reason why a Korah over one of the Ptachim is sufficient because it's Mishum Mechitza fills it in and the other now have got Omen Morobala Parots on that opening. 
that doesn't even make sense here. Because here, as I said, the second petach, if you like it, two petachim, is around the corner. So the Gemara, so Rukhaim says, we can't apply that logic. So it must be that the reason here why one core is sufficient for two p'tachim at one end is because it's really like not not but simply because it's a indicative reminder. I don't need it I only need it as a heker. So therefore So let me just summarize what we've been saying so far. We said to say in this Gemara, and I'm sort of revising this because it seems to go against so much of what we said yesterday's year. The first point the Gemara says is if there's a if there's a piece of wall, look on the right side picture of four, and then there's a pirza. If it's as a result, it's parutz muruba ala amomed, then we say that okay, you need a kora over that one as well. So two koras, okay? It's not like a mafui mafulash, but nonetheless you need a kora over that second breach. However, if it's less than four, then it's like two petachim at the beginning of the mavoi. Now, that goes against Chavrai, what he said yesterday, that if it's less than four before the breach, it ruins the Korah. So clearly it doesn't ruin the Korah. And second, it goes against another Inyan, we said that the reason why two Ptachim, one kor, at the beginning of the Moi, one Korah is enough, is Mishul Mechitza, that will seal it off. And then you've got Amun Morala Parutz. But that doesn't can't seem to make sense, help us in this situation when the second Ptach is around the corner. So it must be that the reason is Mishul, that, that Rabbi Yossa holds, according to Rakhaim, explains it, that when you've got two Ptachim side by side for the Mavoi, one Korah being enough is not Mishul Mechitza, it's Shum Heker. Meaning, I just need one Heker. And, okay, there are two Ptachim side by side, but as long as it's one Heker, Heker achieved. So therefore, here, if you've got two Ptachim, and they're sort of just around the, one around the corner from the other, because it's less than four, so it's like two Ptachim at the beginning of the Mavoi, one core in the big entrance of the Moya was sufficient because that's my heker. And if you like, it's close enough to the second petach that if it uh, it satisfies the requirement of having a heker. In other words, a reminder, this is the end of the Mavoy and that's the beginning of Rosh Hashanah. Okay? That is, um, that's, uh, again, quite different to what we learned yesterday. But Rathayim says the Gemara is understanding it differently yesterday, so it's fine. Okay. Amar of Nachma Briyakov. So, so we say, so he says, He said the reason why when you're side by side only one core is enough, he says it's because when it's side by side, it's a way people use the same petach. If you like. Now, in our situation with a second so called petach, because we're treating it like two petachim, is going in a different direction. In other words, they might come in through this one and exit through that one. Well, that's a different story. Then it's that makes that makes it more similar to a mavoy that has, uh, like, is open at both ends. Okay, the Gemara says, and, and Rabbi says, granted that it's not mamash mafulash, that ruin the mavoi completely. So therefore, the nonetheless, you still need a kora. Um, okay. And that's what he's saying is no timer just to explain that's when the call as soon as you've got less than four like in here um then it's like then it's more similar to two ptachim side by side in the beginning so what is he saying now he's explaining why it makes a difference if there's four or less than four 
if it's four, then it's like two different locations. And therefore, however, if it's less than four, it's like two side by side in the entrance. Um, and therefore, one quarter will be sufficient. Because once there's such a small gap of four here, of less than four, then people are pretty much going to use the same one every time. And there's no, it's not going to consider a quasi-mufulash, let's call it that, where you need a Korah for the second one. Okay, let's continue. What about one can one Korah matir shnemavot? What's the case as it follows? You've got two mavot side by side, okay? But the wall that separates the two is slightly lower than the outside ones, okay? Now, normally we know a korah has to go across and reach the wall, meaning it, it has to be over the void, uh, walls of the mavot. Now, the question is, can this beam, this one korah, come around a really big one, are correctly across two of them? So this, as opposed to here, here we're looking down, this is like a front-on view of the entrance of the two mavot. That's what this picture is. Okay. One says it works, one says it doesn't. Or vice versa. But one says that it doesn't work. That's when the gap between this middle wall and the Korah is more than three. So I can't rely on the Vod. And therefore the Korah, if you like, of each Mavoy is not on the Kotle Mavoy. It's only on, for example, on the right one, it's only on the right Kotel. On the left one, it's only on the left Kotel. However, Mandama Mota, the shit that says it works, that's when it's in Lamala, Lamata Mishlosha Bekotle Mavoy. That's when there's a gap between here and here is less than three Tpachim, and therefore I can rely on, if you like, Lavud, such that the Korah is resting on both walls of each Mavoy. Let's continue. Rabzeura Bayichatzer Bamani Teret. Now, Chatzer is, we've discussed the concept of the Chatzer before, but the Chatzer is not like a Mavoy in the sense that it is much wider, it's, it's not, its depth is not longer than its width. Okay? And it's kind of important because we've been talking about if the if the configure well, we saw this yesterday um, in Reb Chaim's explanation of a shlakish with the pet shaped mavoy that the gag had it in chatzer because then the question is how do you matter it if it doesn't work with the lechi akora so eshkachtana rebi rebi omer eshkachtani rebi omer we found a writer that said rebi says but pas echad v'chachamim v'shnei pasim it's a machloka do I need one pas on the side or two pasim because even if this now. It's kind of important. Corbin um, says, Meaning, if the, even if this pirza, even with a pass, if you like, is bigger than 10, then you've got a pirza. It's much parutz. It's the third wall, is, if you like, the fourth wall is parutz of Shesarabim. It doesn't work. Again, we're looking down now in the picture. We must be talking about where it's going to be less than 10. But since it's kulo patuach of Shesarabim, we need some sort of tikkun. So according to Reb, according to Chamim, you need uh, it's Reb, you need one pass, if you like one board. Or another extending pasachad means the way Corbanet explains it, um, that it's like the walls collapse, but there's a little bit left over on the sides. That's explains the Corbanet explains the passing. Okay. In any event, Rebbe Rebbe says on one side it's sufficient, Chachamim says you need two. Okay. Rebbe Yuri Bashem Rebchia says Halach Pasim, you need two. In other words, in order to so it's not mamash completely parutz like it's going to be open up to shusarabim, it needs a it needs a if you like a wall of four on either side. Okay, fine. Rabbi Yossi b'shem Rabbi Yochanan he said that Rabbi Yochanan halacha k'divrei amor b'shnei pasim v'ani omer however I hold meaning Rabbi Yossi is saying pasachad uh, ubavad pasachal arba tefachim. 
And in other words, you, you could be, be enough with one pass as long as it's four wide. However, the shita that says you need on both sides, I'm cholik on that as well. Now, take out mikan, the pass bar mikan, take that out. The inkan ela pass shloshat vachim, mikan vashoshat vachim mikan. The shita needs on both sides, you just need to be three tvachim on each side. Okay? And Havudu Amar Bishem Rabbi Yochanan, because it was also said that Rabbi Yochanan, that's why he said it to be three, because even a pas, take out the vav, pas kol shuhu mikan, the pas kol shuhu mikan. Then if it's on two sides, there's someone said Rabbi Yochanan, that it's actually a little bit. That's why Rabbi Yochanan, or Rabbi Yossi, was cholik and says on each side, it'd have to actually be three tfachim on each side to match a dischatzer. Okay? That's a dinner, that's a much faster view of, of, of book. And these things go much more rapid, if you like, than when you learn in Babli. But that's the, that's a view of chatzer. Okay. Rabzura Rav Chuna B'Shem Rav Mavoisha Archo Baruch Boshav. What if you've got an alleyway that the Orech, uh, meaning the the depth and width is the same? Ainem Tri Belecha B'Korah. That doesn't work anymore. It's not considered Mavoi. You can't use a Lecha in Korah. Ella, he has to treat like a Chatzer. Ella B'Pasim B'Chatzer. I've got to use Pasim like a Chatzer to close off the entrance sufficiently such that it is now um, now a closed off area region. Shama Shmuel Minei Ve'Ita. Batre arbim zmanim. Lita is like leisa, like he, like uh, it's um, it's like he chewed over it. He, he sorry, he went over it um forty times. So he wouldn't forget it. Avram the kisurin lo amrikan didn't say this. El shmo shal rav kama kamia orchan. He said um, how 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 much more does the depth have to be than the width to be defined as a mavoi? That was a question. Agi he responded va'amrilei and he said koshu koshu even the smallest amount as long as it's Proportionally start a drop longer, that would be sufficient to be defined as a mavoi. And again, he went, he went, was closer over so many times in case he wants in the future have a question and he wouldn't be able to find Rab to respond. Okay, next. So a mavoi for chatzor is like a chatzor labatim. What does that mean? Meaning, in other words, for a to matir a shikr from mavoi. And this this principle we use quite a quite a lot. Um, is because in terms of the requirements of a chatzel and also the requirements of the eru chatzel and eshitu mavoi, we find parallels between the two. Um, we will see in a moment that. So the question is, how many chatzelot do you need for a mavoi? Rav Shmuel Tarveon Amrim. Well, isn't that similar to chatzelot labatin? Meaning, you need two. Just as eru chatzelot is when there are two houses, so too you need two chatzelot. And with each chatzer having two batim, we'll get to that soon. Rav Rav Yaakov Baracha said, "B'shem Rav Yochanan, afidu chatzer echad mikan vechatzer echad mikan." Even if there's a chatzer one chatzer mikan vechatzer mikan, meaning afidu ein batim. In other words, even if there is no batim that are opening onto the chatzer itself, meaning just the chatzerot. Um, however, so Rav Rav Acha Rav Chinana b'shem Rav Yochanan says, "Afidu achatzer mikan ubayit mikan bayit mikan vechanot mikan." So here, sorry, Reb Chaim says, is even if there's a chatzar one side with no bite and a bite on the other side of the mavoi, that would be sufficient. So you don't need chatzar or batim, and or a bite on one side and a chanut on the other, that would enough. In other words, you don't need a chatzar at all, according to this opinion. Just batim straight onto mavoi would be sufficient to um, enable you to do this koralech uh, and shit of mavoi and things like that with that leniency. Now, the Gemara says, Ramanachan bar Yaakov says, mavoi ein pachot mishnei chatzarot. A mavoi has to have two chatzarot. And a chatzer itself ain't pachot mishnei batim can have less than eight, like two, two houses. So that's what we've generally been learning that a mavoy requires two chatzerot opening onto it, and each chatzer has to have two batim. 
If now we're sort of going over some points we've said already, I'm avoid that the length and the width are equal. Any tabalecha kori elam pasim kachatzer requires a chatz. It's 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 like a chatzer and requires pasim boards at the entrance and not enough to have this lechi or kora. Shmuel shal rav kami orku yatel rachbo v'amalei kolshehu. Once again, how much deeper does the the mavoi has to be than its width? Even a kolshehu. Okay, let's continue. Hani dayu da ara de Israel. Miravan. I'll read Rav Chaim. He says, There was square. In other words, for a the Chatzer in Israel to be called a Chatzer, they were Mamash square. That's how they did it. So if that's why it would be sufficient to be called a Mavoy, even if the Orko is just a bit deeper. Sorry, that finishes that so yeah. Let's continue. Next case. This is this case. So what happens is, is you've got a major mavoy and small little mavoy peeling off it. Now I've included two pictures because the one on the right is kind of the way Reb Chaim seemed to suggest it. And the one on the left is kind of what I saw in the art scroll. I'll explain why in a moment, but I don't think it makes much of a difference. But in other words, there, is many more, there are many mavoyot sort of peeling off of this major mavoy. Now the question is, The simple understanding is, is whether or not this major mavoy, now obviously on this mavoy, there's also going to be chatzerot opening onto it, because otherwise, because you need to, for dinner mavoy, it needs to be but let's put that aside for the moment. So if, the, as a result of all these streets peeling off this other alleyway, or these small alleyways falling off the alleyway, um, you've got either more space as a result or less space than the existing wall, it doesn't matter. Okay? It doesn't matter. I'll explain, uh, I'll explain it one way at the moment. Then what we say, all you need is one korot opening. Meaning we treat this like one big mavoy or this like one big mavoy. One korot opening does it for everybody. Now, if it was open at one part, oh, then it's different. Now you've got a bending mavoy and then you've got the homal Riochan and Reish Lakish. However, since they're all stumot, if you like, Simply one, um, one, one core at the opening will do it for everybody. Okay. Now, another understanding is I, when I explained it so far that means that spaces created by these small alleyways make, makes it such that the mavoy, the main mavoy itself, has more openings and filled in spaces. However, the, Reb, the way Reb Chaim reads, explains it, I'll, explain, I'll read it to you now. He holds it, and this is literally a copy of the picture. Uh, I've been photocopied, but I'm saying this is a copy. I've copied the picture from Chaim on the picture on the left. That they're not actually mamash attached to it. There's a small space, if you like, between the walls of this small, small mavoy and the major mavoy. Okay? Then still ain't Sarech That's That's how he explains Parutz Muruba Ala Omed. That's why he explains it there. Okay? Where it's not exactly atta- attached. However, Im Yesh Benem Arba Amot, however, if they're detached, now continuing with the Perisher of Chaim, they're detached such that there's a gap now between the, these little Mavoys and the big Mavoy of four Amot, that's a different story. Now we say each one of these small Mavoys is considered an independent Mavoy. They're no longer considered part of one big mavoy, and therefore um, it says it's, it's separated, and you need a tikkun for every single one of them. So just to recap again, if they're um, if they're all attached, even separated a little tiny bit, that would still be okay. 
Parotim Equins considered like one big Mavoy. However, if these small little alleyways are offset, if you like, pulled away by four Amot, then we can't consider it as one big alleyway and they each needed their own Korah or, or, or Lechit, their own Tikkun, if you like. Okay. Uh, now this is kind of important this one because there's uh, different explanations here he's saying the reason why it's confusing is a few different explanations here the first explanation of Chaim is, is if you've got a street that has doors on it itself so according to Rav Chaim, the first explanation is we're dealing with a Rishut Harabim clearly in other words, when the doors are open, well, it's uh, not covered by Dalai Mechitzos anymore. And therefore, it's Rosh Rabin Gamla. If you close the doors at each end of this Rosh Rabin, then it's not Rosh Rabin anymore. However, Inami explains it differently. Maybe it's Mayri B'mavo'ot Mufulash Rosh Rabin. Maybe we're talking about, the second explanation is we're dealing with a Mavoy Mufulash. A Mavoy that's open at both ends to Rosh Rabin. V'sveil Alach Tana, and according to this Tana, Having a Tzorata Petach won't help you to make it no longer a Mavoy Mufulash. Ela, you need Dlato, you need doors. That's what Reb Chanania holds in the Gemara Babli. That's what he explains. So in other words, the second way of looking at this piece of Gemara is doing a Mavoy Mufulash. A Tzorata Petach won't help you. You need a door to close it off. What's interesting there, there's a Tosfot there, however, that actually explains what does it mean when it's open to Shusarabim. It depends how my Mavoy is aligned with Shusarabim. If it's the way we've been explaining it so far, that there's like, it's like at a T junction. So it makes it like a letter H between Shusarabims. Well, then that's not a problem. It's not a, it's not a Shusarabim if it's if the doors are open. It's not what we're talking about. We must be talking about where it's almost like there's a big highway. It narrows out to Mavoy and opens up to a highway again on the other side. That's, according to the Tosvot there, that's what we're talking about when this Mavoy will have a status of Rosh Hashanah if you don't have doors on it. Okay? But that's clearly not what Rav Chaim explains, in, uh, how he explains it, but I thought I'd just share that for uh, yeah, completeness. If you like. We're not tangents every so often, but it's okay. Let's continue. Mavoy Mavoy then Mavoy Mavulash, if it's open up one into the ocean, it's like it's open to a Bika and you need a Tikkun at the end of it. Now, why is that? Mishum Dachashina Shemi Ale Ayam Sirton Shel now the quick the danger is if I've got a mavoy that's open like the end of it's mamash the ocean, you've got to be concerned that maybe some as time goes on the ocean kicks up stones and and like it pushes things onto the shore or to the the edge of the ocean and um and soil and things like that. And what's going to happen? It says it'll um, yam, and the width of the yam will be reduced. And therefore it's And now that will be open to karka area. So it's more like really yam would be okay. However, the concern that in the passage of time it will ruin the fact that the yam's acting as an end, and therefore um I think I thought another explanation one time that it's actually it's um the, the yam itself is actually forming a wall, if you like, but the concern is the wall will be reduced by with all these other things. But that's again not the way Rukhan explains it. He says it seems to be concerned it's going to create this like land space there that will uh, effectively ruin the yam being the end. However, let's continue. Lot Lot Sarich Petach, 
What this means as follows. You have a mavoy of uh, that was basically at the one end it was it was by it was, went to the ocean. Okay. Halfway along the mavoy, it had this ramp in the middle, the top half. So really Rabchanin, where his house was, which was in the upper section, didn't need a tikkun. Because he didn't even worry about the ocean because he had this ramp, this steep ramp in the middle that acted as a wall because it went up Asarat Fahim before you made the distance along it of three Amot. And we said that that would be considered like a Chatzar. Nonetheless, they put a Tzoratapetach at the end of it. Why? Because it were about him at the bottom side of that ramp, close to the ocean that needed, um, that didn't have the advantage of this, this ramp blocking it off to the ocean. Therefore, they need Tzoratapetach at the end. Okay. Now, so we said that if this is back to the Mishnah, if the entrance of the Mavoy is greater than 10, 10 Amot, you need a Tzorta Petach there to reduce, uh, sorry, then either you reduce it, however, if you make a Tzorta Petach, then you don't need to reduce it. So, Hananya Barshal Shilmai, Haveyatif, he sat, Haveyatif, and Amit Melechia, was teaching Rabchia, Berei Darav, Rabchia, the son of Rav. And he taught him this din that if it's again sort of a petach is wider than ten, if it's if there's a sort of a petach, even if it's wider than ten, it's not a problem. Afik Rav Reisha min kavta. Rav stuck his head out of the chalon. Amar le late kan. That's not din. Amar le one second. Well, not nay again. Didn't we learn this in the Mishnah? So Amar le the tanin the tanite ve'odi late the late chen, which seems to be Reb Chaim says here. He says, um, even though you, the Mishnah teaches that, you have to teach that it's not like that Mishnah. Even if there is a Tzorot HaPetach, it won't help you if it's broader than 10. Why? Because what's the definition of a Petach? Oh, we have to look at the Petach of the Heichal. How wide is a Petach of the Heichal? That's 10 Amot. So if you're trying to create this surat petach, if it's bigger than ten amot, it's not going to help you because a petach isn't bigger than ten amot. So therefore, according to Rab, he says the halach is not like our Mishnah that a surat petach won't help you if it's broader than ten. Okay, surat petach you always need, which is again impacts a roofing because nowadays our surat petach so that we form a roofing is much much wider than that. But anyway, let's continue. Amba Abba Barhuna. A petach doesn't need to be a proper like a, with a like a structured door door frame. It's enough to be just a kanemi kan a reed on each side and even a gemi like a reed grass. Pretty much how we do a roofing nowadays. We have like two poles and like a, a fishing wire or electric cables, depending on how you define it. It doesn't have to be a proper like a, a door post across it. However, the anai bar says no. Sorry, says no. You need a tzir. You need a place. Now, the, the hinges in those days were basically, they had pins in the doors and they sat in little cups, right? And that's how they spun. Didn't have the fancy hinges we have. However, actually, ours effectively, the Israeli doors are like that as well. They're basically pins with cups as well. They, they can easily take the doors off. Just the pins are halfway up the door frame. But anyway, and the cups are sort of built into the door. But anyway, he says, he says you need a zero benzir. You need to have not just a doorway. You have to have the structures in place, I mean, the hinge and the pin, such as all you're missing is just the door in order to in order to be mamash considered like a tzurat hapetach. Okay, much more, again, much more strict than the idea of just gemi, like a kanemi kanva kanva, a bit of gemi over the top. All right, call to have a good day, everyone.